Limited late models at Motor Mile continue to create spectacular finishes. NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series. Points leaders finish outside the top five in Saturday night racing action. Major changes in the Valley Star Credit Union 300 at Martinsville for the late model stock car race. Hey Motorheads, this is your race weekend wrap up on Race 22. This past weekend saw full schedule races all across the weekend. Friday night, Zachary Marks was the winner at a packed house at Wake County Speedway. Ashton Higgins won the 50 lapper at Anderson Motor Speedway with 13 late model stock cars. Ace Speedway had twin late model stock car features with two different winners. Race number one, Ryan Millington applied the chrome horn late, but he knew he had a great car early we in the race. We had a really good car tonight, you know, like I knew probably 30, 40 laps, or probably 30 laps in that, you know, we had a, a car that could compete for the win. So we uh, we just put ourselves in position like we have, you know, every race this year, and I was able to capitalize right there at the end, you know. I had to give Jason the bumper, but it is what it is, you know, it's part of racing. Race number two, it was Trevor Ward. Race number two, Trevor Ward says his spotter was letting him know Ryan was reeling him in late in the race, but Trevor said he used up the good in his tires to create a gap earlier in the race. I just, uh, we managed our stuff for the first race and just tried to keep our nose out of, out of the mess and save as much as we could and take advantage of it in the end. And uh, we had just enough left to go ahead and make it quick and uh, get by a little bit earlier because we wouldn't have had nothing at the end there and, and we just took advantage of it. Uh, spotter called, he called uh, closing it up right there by one and I really didn't worry about it. I knew how I could maintain it. I feel like he was running as hard as he could to get because the laps was getting close to the end. But all, all together, man, it's been a great night, a one-two finish for both of us, and uh, I couldn't do it without the support of AAR roofing. Chris Dotson wins at Southside Speedway. Ronnie McCarty was the winner at Kingsport. Saturday night also saw some exciting races. Robert Powell won at Florence Motor Speedway. Greg Edwards won the 100 lapper at Langley with 13 late model stock cars. Trey Gibson won at Greenville Pickett Speedway with 16 late model stock cars. Dominion Raceway had 21 late model stock cars. Jeff Oakley dominated the 100 lapper until the last 50 feet going to the checker flag with Sergio Pena just nipping him at the stripe to take the victory. Needless to say, Jeff Oakley was not happy with lap traffic. Well, zero one was just trying to win the race. You can't blame him at all. No, so I got no hard feelings with Sergio. He went and won the race. He did what he had to do. Yeah, the, the problem is the 04 car needs to stay at home. I don't know who he is. I don't know who his spotter is, but he's clueless. And that, I mean, we had a five car length lead and, and cars that are 10 laps down are running double wide. And so it was lap cars that cost us. That's what it was. The night was on the inside. The 04 should have got in behind him. So, you know, the, 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 the 04 was, was the cause. The 19, he did what he was supposed to. He got to the bottom. Sergio says lap traffic may have played a role in the outcome, but he is thrilled to be a part of a show like this with strong competition. Super stiff competition, a field of, you know, 20 cars just about. So, man, I'll tell you what, it was an intense one. I'm <laughs> wore out. So, uh, huge thanks to all my guys. We They've been busting their tails so hard all year for this. And to get one to finally uh, finish like this, I mean, with the excitement, it's just insane. Yeah, it was tough. So, lap traffic was one of the battles that we had uh, the whole race, right? So, every time we were getting to lap traffic, it was just a matter of, are we going inside, going outside, not sure. And the only way that I knew I was going to be able to get by Jeff was to do something different than he was, right? So uh, using the lap traffic to my advantage and try to make a move on Jeff was all I could do. And it was uh, trading paint going down the straightaway the rest of the time. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, though, that's short track racing at its finest. I heard the, the, the fans were loving it, which means a lot because, you know, short track racing is grassroots racing, and uh, that's where it's at. And for those keeping up with the NASCAR national points, Philip Morris finished ninth at Dominion Raceway. With the late models added back at East Carolina, they served up a 75-lap race for the late model stock cars. 11 cars were in the pits, with Bradley McCaskill earning the victory at East Carolina. Austin Faxton raced to victory at South Boston Speedway in the 100-lap feature with 16 late model stock cars taking the green flag. The NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series National Points Leader going into last weekend, Peyton Sellers finished seventh at South Boston. Motor Mile saw lots of drama and sparks in the limited late model division. Race came down to, again, Carl Majeski and Corey Dunn. Apparently, the caution came out as Carl and Corey were racing hard and made contact after the caution flew on the last lap. Carl went spinning, Corey was first to the strike. Race 22's Langley Austin caught up with Carl just as he climbed out the car, and at that point, no one knew who the winner was. I'll hold my tongue this week. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I had a real good time racing him, though. Uh, we had a good, that was, a, that was fun, you know, until the last lap. So. We still got a little bit of work to do on the car, uh, but it's just been a long time since I've had that much fun in a race car racing somebody. So, But we were at the shit end of it. We'll see what happens. Everybody that's watched me race, I guess, over the... I guess since 12, since I started out on these U-cars, knows I like the outside, so. It'll bite you though, that's for sure. <laughs> I broke a wall up here, I mean, I had some bad stuff happen to me, but had a lot of, had more goods than bad, so. I'm just thankful that I can stand out here and do this, so. Oh well, I don't know. Winner by half a fender, bud. We won, baby. <laughs> Corey showed lots of class for a young racer. That's the rules here. I mean, it is what it is, so. These guys, if you come back uh, and the caution comes out, they go to the last completed lap. He was ahead of me by a fender, I guess. That's, that's what the call was. So, I mean, we'll take a second place finish. I, I would have liked to be in victory lane, but hey, it is what it is. We'll come back next race and uh, we'll go after it again. He was still all smiles racing door to door with Carl. I mean, we were just racing hard, side by side, battling. He had a really good car. I had a good car. Came down to a couple restarts there late. You know, I had, I had the lead before caution came out there with 10 to go. And uh, after that, we just, we battled, man, and it was a heck of a lot of fun running him like that. Um, that's probably the most intense race that I've had in my, my short career. Um, I don't know, I, I'm happy with a second place finish. I wish I was in victory lane, but I'm just glad that we both came out of here. Our cars aren't too tore up, and uh, we can come back next race, and hopefully we can, we can go at it again. Late model stock cars at Motor Mile ran 100 laps with 19 late model stock cars in the pits. Mike Looney was victorious for the second race in a row says experience in long races at Motor Mile definitely was a help, but for once, he was almost speechless. Oh man, we've been blessed. Uh, uh, it's, we've accomplished more than I ever thought we would this year. I mean, uh, surpassed our goals so far. I really can't think of the words, but Billy Martin and Teresa's, the equipment they've given me is better than anything I've ever had in my life. You know, uh, forced to work hard, build us a new car, that thing's bad to the bone. Uh, I've run a lot of long races over, you know, at this track over the years. Uh, I've kind of learned how the, the fuel burn off, how it affects my car, and we let we let it, we let it to burn off. So I was a little too free to go early. So I rode around till I burned about five gallons off, and then it was a little better, and we burned some more off, and uh, was really good at the end. You know, uh, I feel like if somebody 
if we'd have been dog fighting the whole way, I don't know what I'd have had left, but I was able to able to get a little bit of a lead. Them guys are racing behind me and save a little bit of right rear, which is a good thing, man. I needed it at the end. Uh, Dudley got a great restart, and I uh, had to pedal the heck out of it to get by him. And, uh, then uh, Justin, he got he got a run. I don't know where it come from. Uh, I thought I hooked it pretty good. Us down on the apron on the bottom. They said inside. I said, God, he must be in the pits. Mm -hmm. Done a good. I appreciate it. Them guys running me clean. Uh, just a blessed night for Billy Martin Racing. June 12th, all eyes and ears were focused on the press conference at the Martinsville Speedway with Clay Campbell concerning changes for the 35th annual NASCAR late model stock car event at Martinsville, the Valley Star Credit Union 300. Not only is the winner share increased, the top five payout has increased as well. Now the Valley Star Credit Union 300 will go from a payout of $25,000 to $32,000 to the winner. But not only is the first place increasing to $32,000, we've gone from $6,500 for second to $8,000, uh, $4,500 last year to $6,000, fourth was $4,000 last year, going to $5,000, fifth paid $3,000 last year, going to $4,000. So the top five, there's a great emphasis on, on top five for, for the event. I think that's, that's going to be pretty exciting to see the guys battling for that uh, increased money on, on Saturday night. $25 will go to each driver that leads a lap. This year's event will be a no-nonsense, no-gimmick event with a focus on racing to the finish. We're having two stage breaks at lap 75 and lap 150. At those two stage breaks, you can do anything you want to the car in that time allotted to you. You'll have four tires. Can put them on however you see fit one tire two tires four whatever but you have the four tires for the two stops at the end of the stage break on lap 150 the race will run total 50 laps no inversion and no stop so that that's a big change 150 and then you get 50 laps to decide who's coming out here with the with the grandfather clock uh, another Added addition to the purse, uh, Doughton Racing Products, Jimmy Doughton, Lenny Doughton have stepped up and they're paying $5,000 lap leader money, $25 per lap to whoever leads each lap. Changes in qualifying were also announced, plus even more money to be given out. On Friday night, we're going back to single car qualifying, no group qualifying anymore. An event this big, it, it deserves the focus of one car on the track at a time, not, not this group qualifying that didn't quite go over the way I wanted it to and not happy with it, so we're going back to single car qualifying. We're taking the top 20. In the past, we took the top two. They were locked in. Now the top 20 will be locked in. Good thing about qualifying on Friday night, whoever comes out of here fastest on the pole will receive $5,000. Uh, that's more than a lot of races paid. So again, that's, uh, that shows how big this event is, and we're, we're excited about that. Uh, $5,000 to, to win the pole is pretty big. More than two racers will be locked into the show after qualifying and more laps in the heat races plus no more rule changes between the test date of September 26th to the raced weekend October 5th. When we go back to the 26th, September 26th, which is qualifying day, on uh, uh, testing day, excuse me, whatever they come in, come in here with engine-wise, gear-wise, as long as it's in the rule book uh, and on that entry we're not changing a thing from test night through checker flag on Saturday night. It is what it is. We're not we're not going to do anything to create parity. These guys run with each other every week 
and I think if you keep up with it, you see the, the competitive races that we've already had this year at the various weekly tracks. Uh, so we don't need to we don't need to do anything to create parity. We have it. Since we took the top 20, since they're locked in, there'll be two 50-lap heat races, not three and a less chance. There'll be two 50-lappers, and we'll take the top 10 out of each of those. So you have qualifying on Friday night to make it, and if you don't make it in the top 20, then you have a 50-lap race on Saturday evening to, to make it in the top 10. That's going to be good. It gives the guys 50 laps to work their way up to the front. If you happen to be starting in the back, you've got 50 laps to get up in the top 10. I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to say that's easy, but it sure helps to give to have 50 laps to do it. So that's the, that's the other big change. The green-white checkers, this race going forward will finish under green. If it, we had in the past three attempts at a green-white checker, unlimited attempts now, but it will finish under green. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Race Weekend Wrap-Up on Race 22. Until next week, we'll see you at the races.